0: I pledge myself to the pod, loyal I'll always be, a P to start, a D at the end, and an O sitting in between. Welcome back to In Omnia Paratus, I'm Jay like the letter. And I'm Angela, also known as AVO. We are two friends diving into our past and present, evaluating if we were ever truly ready for anything. We discuss all things from the definition of dating to all the things school didn't prepare us for. Listen as we talk about career changes, give plenty of unsolicited opinions, and work on becoming the people we want to see in the world.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I know usually it's a good morning, happy to have you here and everything, but, but you're not today. Well, I just don't know if that's exactly the right sentiment to go for here. You know, am I, am I supposed to say, like, happy quarantine, everyone? Today, we're looking back on the year we spent inside. I just, that that just doesn't seem exactly right.
0: I mean, yeah, the topic's not great, but, like, we're happy to peop- that people listen, no?
1: Yes, no, very happy to have you here. Wish we were talking to you under different circumstances today.
0: Gosh, you really are a California person. How so? The
1: yes, no, yes. No, yeah, no. Oh, oh my God.
0: No, yeah. The amount I edit.
1: I know. And frankly, I I can't believe that anyone I know really wants to spend an extended amount of time speaking with me because nobody has been surprised by this revelation. They're all just like, yeah, you kind of do
0: that. No wonder people. And they're getting the edited version. I know. So in looking up for things to talk about this month, I googled what are important holidays in March. Like there's always a like International Women's Month.
1: Very important
0: Groundhog Day Some other things I have some pretty important days to tell you guys about We have National Peanut Butter Lovers Day March is Kidney Cancer Awareness Month National Pig Day St. David's Day And the most important one The number one what holidays are in March Justin Bieber's birthday
1: Oh wow so not even St. Patrick's Day Not on my list Whoa Also it was a very humbling moment when I realized that I'm actually older than Justin Bieber (laughs) Just by a few months, but still terrifying. Oh,
0: I was going to make your birthday's in December, but the other way. Got it. Yep. (laughs) Thanks for that. You're welcome. Hope that brightened up your day. Fine. I think Hailey Bieber's younger than me. Oh, knife to the heart again. Oh, yeah. November 22nd, 1996. Oh,
1: okay. Wow. Anyone
0: else's birthday you'd like me to check?
1: Nope, that's okay. I I think we're good
0: there. I mean, like, a general one is, like, you are older than most of the girls on The Bachelor this season, especially since they filmed in, like, July. Oh. Because most of those girls were 24, and I was like, I would have been... correct demographic if I had gone on this season. Oh my
1: god, I am outside of the median age of a bachelor contestant. Yeah.
0: Wow. Remember, they're looking for seniors now.
1: Also terrifying. Is this gonna be like one of those listen to your heart things that happened earlier this year? Also, how often do those happen?
0: Was listen to your heart during quarantine? Yes. Um, normally they do paradise. So I feel like listen to your heart. I mean, they throw those in. So over the series of you can look this up they did this thing like the bachelor winter games bachelor pad there was another competition type one at some point and then kind of the one that stuck and that people really liked was bachelor in paradise which is where old contestants try to pair up in mexico which was been the most successful version of one of the franchises
1: okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have to look into this because as, as we'll talk about in a little bit this is my first year with Bachelor Nation. And what a great year to join. I know. Peter, Claire, Tasha,
0: Matt James. Only Tasha. Okay, so we're talking about Groundhog Day, better known as everything that's gone on since March. And we're in March still. Seems like some time would have passed. But no, I made it all go into coffee yesterday because. You know, reminiscence of the old times. Thought about putting Tiger King back on. Love is Blind was during that
1: time. Did The Masked Singer start during quarantine or did everyone just start to care about it during quarantine?
0: The Masked Singer has been on for like two years. Oh, okay. All right. I'm, I'm going with the second part of my I think they have three winners. T-Pain, Jesse McCartney was on a different season. Yeah, I think they have like three seasons now. Donnie Osmond. Yeah, I think two or three seasons at this before the pandemic started. Oh, wow. Okay, scratch my masked singer comment. (laughs) So we thought the best way to do this was to kind of be like the highlights of every month because every day feels the same, still today. But there were certain anchoring factors throughout the last weekend long weekend as i will be calling it that we have to point out jay would you like to start us off why did your why did why did your voice change why did the audio would you do i just spoke softer oh that was weird more softly let's not softer. Do that.
1: okay i will never do that again harsh yep. brash yeah. abrasive all the way hey that's what the people want apparently Apparently, they like a spicier. You particularly. I don't think anyone was surprised about my opinions. I know. I, do, I found I really do get very Miss America-like when we start talking. I would have been an excellent press secretary,
0: depending on the topic. Fair point. Fair point. Okay. You're kind of like Kirk at the Bracebridge dinner when Lorelai's trying to make him crack on I Love Lucy. Like, you're really good to a point, but like, you'll crack. And
1: then I get to be like Joe Biden saying, will you
0: shut up, man? All right, Jay, start us off. Um, my highlight of last March, other than work shutting down, everyone's starting to get a little bit worried about, like, do I need to wear a mask? Do I need to wear gloves? Like, what's going to happen? I got strep twice, or what I thought was strep twice, which, yeah. Because you so were antibiotic I, resistant, so who knows? Was I? You were. Is that is that what that, is that what it means because I got it twice that I was antibiotic resistant? Yeah, you
1: didn't really clear it the first time. You said you started feeling better, but then you still had the sore throat, And then you Mm. got the fever again.
0: Mm. Got it. Glad someone's on top of my medical history. Mm -hmm. I got you. Yeah. So I thought what I had was strep twice. I got diagnosed. I did the Zoom doctor thing. They saw the white spots. I saw the white spots in my throat. So I was like, oh, I have strep. Later to find out in about yesterday of this pandemic (laughs) that strep symptoms were one of the ways of is now one of the symptoms of being COVID positive, as well as that my mother had she lost her taste of smell and taste oh no back in march and she had a slight fever but back you know back last march two days ago they had some very strict symptoms of whether you could or could not get a test so her fever and my fever both did not seem test nor did my strep symptoms or her loss of taste and smell were not severe enough that they tested right like i feel like but when we swing around to this december We'll see all the counts of the times we think we could have slash were exposed prior to shutdown, but that's in March-December, not March-March. I think, oh,
1: I might have to look this up because I always butcher it every time I try to say it, but Stephen Colbert had a really great way of phrasing it. 30 days have September. Oh, okay, never mind. Scratch that. April, June, and November? No, no, no. It's... Um, oh, 30 days have September. Is it still March? I can't remember. And the answer would be yes. Yep. So we actually had very similar marches. I also got really sick, but I got sick back in February and it took about a month for me to recover. I had similar strep-like symptoms that pulled me into the doctor's office for tests, but they all came back negative.
0: But you didn't get tested for Corona.
1: Right. I didn't get tested for COVID. Yeah, I didn't get tested for COVID. I just had two strep tests and they were like, oh no, you're fine. You don't have any of the symptoms. This isn't COVID. You're fine to go about your day. And this is a very busy time at work for us. We had our biggest event of the year, which was going on in the first in the second week of March and you also were coughing right yes but they said it but they said it wasn't COVID they were like no like even if you're coughing you're presenting a lot more like strep they're like you just have a But you didn't get a COVID test they wouldn't give me one they said that there was no way I know that's the point yeah we don't really know work cleared me to come in they were like we absolutely need you for this event no masks at this point, no gloves, no. We were we were all washing our hands a ton and I was self-sequestering myself at my desk and trying to stay away from people just because I didn't wanna get anyone at work sick before this event. But yeah, that was wild. We had the event and it was held in a hotel. So I actually spent two days inside of the hotel. I didn't leave. And when I came out, it was a very surreal experience because noticeably on my way home, the streets were so empty. Yeah. And then the next day after that, we got our notice that said, hey, like everybody stay home. We don't know what's going on. And then that
0: weekend, everything shut down. So that was March. Yeah. Then we enter April, which everyone other than me and a few other selective, more pessimistic people, surprisingly, we were still shut down in April. To a lot of people's shock, dismay, surprise, our two-week spring break vacation that everyone was so looking forward to was still going.
1: I don't know how anyone could have been surprised because, you know, nobody really stayed home during that time. It was really treated like spring break. Well, except for me. I was working from home, and my company had never done work from home before, so i was like on the phone with everyone acting like tech support for about the first month
0: yeah they gave definitive days like i can't remember them all but it was like yeah we shut down march 15th officially i believe march 15th or 16th and yeah it was like april 7th everyone got the notice april 7th like it's gonna happen and in my head i was like what what has changed between now and april 7th that everyone's really confident but everyone's like yeah april 7th and back at this point i placed my racing bet on August that was my timeline of when I thought and everyone was like okay like Jay you're being a little bit too pessimistic here like it's not gonna be till August my one request was that I got a birthday but spoiler alert nope no I think I think we thought similarly there I think mine
1: was September October and then we would shut down again mid-November, which I think was about right. Definitely. All right. So we were still home in April. Jay downloaded TikTok, sent me about 50 videos a day on top of our other friends. So then I, downloaded I sent over a thousand TikTok. TikToks last year. Oh my God, that that seems accurate then. Yeah,
0: I had to put a self-timer on TikTok because I would waste hours. It's the reason I waited a whole three weeks in the pandemic to download it because everyone was sending them to me and I'm like, I'm not gonna download it. I'm not gonna do it because based on the what everyone told me about their algorithms and how accurate they were, I was like, this isn't gonna be good for me. And I was correct. But then I got everyone else to do it too. So everyone else waste their time. Oh my god, That first night I had it, I slipped into
1: like five hours of scrolling. Yep. The next thing I knew, it was it was 1 a.m. And I was like, what, what have I done with my night? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You did absolutely nothing. All I really remember about April is that I downloaded TikTok. Someone said something about my not being able to learn a TikTok dance. So I spent four hours learning the Beyonce countdown version. Let's be honest. Multiple people said something. Okay, fair. Multiple people said things and I had to prove them wrong. So I said... That, I, so I stood in my kitchen and I watched that video over and over again and attempted to work through it. I think it took three days total for me to like actually get it, but I got it. And then I went through like five other versions of the countdown dance.
0: <laughs> Let's see, we have no proof of this. So did you really get it? Until we have something to post for the people, for the pod listeners, for the pod squad, for the poddles, did it really happen? Uh,
1: you know it did because you had me FaceTime you and prove it. We can can negotiate something
0: for the
1: TikTok, but
0: (laughs) just wait till we do. Oh God. just wait till we do our swapping TikTok challenges. I recently came up with. <laughs> I know
1: this is going to seem like nothing after the swap, but yeah, no, I did the countdown. Then I moved on to Savage, Wop. Say So. Still can't Renegade. <sighs> I think that one's definitely beyond me, but that's okay. I'll leave that to the children.
0: Now we're in May. Sorry, you've more, you've more in TikTok.
1: <laughs> oh no, I was just going to say that's also when I started my baking challenges, and I did my how to how to make your own cheesecake. What what was the challenge? I'm confused. Oh, no. So, I so I love cheesecake, but I always have to use a recipe. So, I decided that I was going to create my own recipe from scratch using all using everything that I liked about it and getting rid of the things that I didn't. So, I now have my own perfected in my eyes recipes for original Oreo, mango, and lime cheesecake. So, I I think I think April was a good month,
0: honestly. Glad someone did. All right, let's talk about May. May is when I finally started to nest, feeling like this is going to be for a while. I painted my room, got some new furniture, organized, kind of redid my setup in my room, Marie condoed, cleared my closet. Did a lot of that stuff because I did a lot of the organization and the purging in my first spring break two weeks because I was like, I don't know how long this is going to be. I want to do some of the projects I never thought I would get to, like, putting all of my photos onto hard drives. Like, I took full advantage and made this, like, a working period of time because when are we ever going to get two weeks off again?
1: You were incredibly personally productive. Thank you. No, I think every day when you gave me like the hard drive update, all of 2018's photos have been categorized and labeled properly. And then the next
0: day, is like all of 2019. I had all my photos on two hard drives, so I had to get all the photos from three different laptops onto them, then the two hard drives onto one hard drive. And I had to figure out a way to categorize them. And there's no, you need to be able to like subcategorize and tag by multiple things. The way I thought best to do it was chronologically by time period or by event. Like some photos, like concerts have a crop ton. so they get their own folder. But the issue is I can't find, I mean, the biggest issue is when I started on dating apps, I couldn't find any photos because I had none on my phone. I took all the photos off from 2020 starting, December of 2019 off my phone, so I had no obviously good photos because who has good photos in 2020, but yes, I was incredibly productive during my first two weeks because when in life, on this toxic—not positivity. There is, t- there was too much toxic positivity, but toxic productivity train of quarantine. Or are we ever? Would we get a two-week pause where the world just stops mm-hmm. and just to do everything?
1: Which I think it's shown us that it's slightly beneficial to ourselves and to the planet if we have more of these pauses. So maybe we should just have global spring break in memoriam every March.
0: I don't want global spring break because then everyone's on vacation i'd like us to do it in cycles oh no no so everyone has to stay home then like stay like staycation i've staycationed now for almost 365 days i'd rather be in greece or hawaii or frankly just your backyard at this point
1: <laughs> as you can see Jay is not a fan of staying home. I've kind of loved it. All right, love love might be a bit of an exaggeration. I don't hate it. And it's actually been very nice for my anxiety.
0: So it's not that I minded. I took great advantage of my two weeks. And if I could just take two weeks off a year to just stay home and we all did it, like, yay. Point is, we all do it, which is kind of my big contention point over the last, again, long weekend. (laughs) My big point of we all do it. For the first two weeks, it felt like people were relatively compliant and willing to not only be safe for themselves, but for others and for their families. Suddenly, when the facts were in about certain protocols, such as wearing masks, staying six feet that's when everything started to go like crazy. People would not only not only just stay home like they were doing, but then they had felt the need to rebel and prove they would go out and do break protocols and break things. So I'm fine when as High School Musical, a staple of my childhood, we're all in this together. <laughs> the amount of ways people were trying to remind people how to wash their hands for 30 seconds from this song of like, put your favorite song in and they'll tell you how long to sing. The fact that we had to reteach adults 30 seconds of hand washing, very embarrassing. I know. It's like, what has been going on? Granted, I know we all don't wash our hands 30, 40 seconds. We don't all freaking scrub like a surgeon every time we wash our hands, but especially in public restrooms, because it's kind of a double-edged sword with the amount of bacteria and things growing in them. Like you're washing it, but then you're in the air and then you're using the dryer or you're using paper towels. Like you're touching a lot of things. So I get in public restrooms, but just the reminder of like, wash your hands everywhere. It's like the fact that like there were so many signs up because people weren't or weren't considering it was very alarming. Ugh, I cringe
1: just thinking about it. Also, the hand sanitizer gouging. That was absolutely ridiculous. The price I- gouging. Holy yes. shit. Like at one point for an eight ounce
0: bottle of Purell, I think it was almost $50. Um, I've been trying to buy new sets of dumbbells. So the set that's 2, 3, and 5 is $23 on a retailer. Guess how much the same set, but in the 5, 8, 12 it costs. $49.99. $130. What? Yeah. Okay, no, this is absolutely ridiculous. Dumbbells are sold out everywhere and price gouging are... This happened to me with electronics too. Amazon was no longer the lowest price because of all the people freaking buying and reselling. Our mics were, I think, used for like 98 or something. We couldn't get the used ones. They were sold out. By the time we got these, when I went on Amazon, I could not find one for under 200, $200 to $300. Right. When we went on, I, we got ours from Staples and I think I got it for like $130.
1: Yeah, like 125 $130. $130 like somewhere down there. The,
0: that was like the actual retail price of it as opposed to that. My mom and I got a new inkless printer during the pandemic and it was nuts. The one we wanted on Amazon, we could not get for under 400. We got it off another site and it did take right, months to get here. Half the price, like 200.
1: Oh, okay. So I went through that too in sometime over the summer and I was cringing because like, what are what are you going to do? Like I absolutely needed to get a printer. It was $80. The prices fell
0: dramatically at the end of the summer. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. All the work from home setups, all of like the laptop stands and small like TV trays and desks.
1: Oh, yeah. Which were like headphones. 40 to $50 over the summer. And then as soon as kids went to Zoom school, suddenly desks were $200.
0: Yeah. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I could go on about this, but it's not about this. Okay. How was your March-June?
1: March-June was a very... A very difficult month for me personally, I know for a lot of us, and for much of this country, because we were all learning about what happened with George Floyd.
0: Black Square Month. I say very ironically. Don't, don't try to, no. I'm saying it very ironically. hmm No, it, I wonder how everyone's listening and learning and unlearning have been going this whole time. The amount
1: of Love and public update. shaming that I saw in June from people who were like, I posted more than you for Black Lives Matter, so I care more and I'm astounded that you don't. I don't know if I wanna be your friend
0: was mind blowing. Okay, we're gonna get in more to these kind of things and other things. I think the difference of that message is that from one non-POC to another non-POC, valid from a POC to, from a non-POC to a POC, check your privilege. This is an insanely complex
1: conversation, and for the sake of time, we're not getting too much into this today, but oh my lord. Yeah, I I unfollowed a lot of people who were like, so you, you only posted one thing. And then like today, like, yeah, but I, I had a busy day, like not all of what I do needs to go onto social media throughout our quarantine. I've been working from home. I have Various like busy periods. I've had things going on with family and our health. And yes, I am listening and learning and doing the work. But when somebody feels the but, are you unlearning? Oh yeah, yeah. There's been some unlearning going on too, which we'll we'll get there.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> I was just being sarcastic because remember, we can't just learn. We all have to unlearn. We have to unlearn and, and relearn. And then we're just not remember. You're not just not racist. You have to be anti-racist and an ally. And just a quick thing before I think we need to move on or this is going to be the whole episode. If you are not an LGBTQ member, if you are not a POC, you are not a, a bi POC, you do not get to name yourself an ally for that group. And just not even in that whole group. Like I am not, I don't get to deem myself an ally of the black community. Someone in the black community. It's their, not their job, but it's their choice of whether they consider the work I'm doing, what I'm trying to help and stand with and stand up for as allyship. Same thing for the LGBTQ community. All these
1: people are like, I'm an ally. It's like you are you think you're an ally. Have you actually done anything that helps this community, helps someone directly? Have they been able to see it and benefit from it? Or have you like just made sort of any like impact big or small for them that will make this better, move progress forward?
0: Exactly. And the other thing is what I've been saying is it's like you're not just not racist. You have to be anti racist. Allyship is like in the team of things you can do is like the third one I think oh god not a constituent not a frick I'm blanking the word like you're someone in the dirt with people on the struggle it's not contingent conspirator I think it is I'll have Angela fact check I think it's like being a conspirator like being on the ground listening and fighting the fight with them I think it's a conspirator -conspirator. co-conspirator co-conspirator sounds better I think that's what it is (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm
1: just laughing because I've never heard conspirator used in that way before. And I, I, I don't know either, so you may totally be right. But to me, it just, it sounds so funny. Like, hmm, we're co-conspirators. Okay, so that was June. There was a lot of listening, a lot of learning. Frankly, I had a lot of really open conversations with friends and family that I've never had before because I think that for us, it wasn't necessarily something that we felt that we needed to talk about. But then when like we hit that boiling point, it was, it we found that it was something that we needed to. So I'm I'm glad that those conversations started and that they're still happening.
0: Okay, great. I just looked up like I just typed in co-conspirator. There are a bunch of articles you can look up. I'm not crazy. Love, great. Okay,
1: cool. I've I love the repurposing of the word. I've used words and let's change the
0: connotations. Words. Co-conspirators, good thing. But again, that's a higher level of allyship. It's not like you go from A for allyship and then you like get an A plus for being a co conspirator. Co conspirator is what we all strive or should want to strive to be, and then we get deemed it by those communities when we show up for them. And elevate. And keep showing up. Past June. But we didn't even have June. It's still March.
1: So none of this really counts until next June. We're being we're kidding. We're totally kidding. We're we're very sorry (laughs) if if you feel offended, please move on to July.
0: (laughs) July. One of my highlight months, one of the ones the first month I felt the need to star because it was one of the most impactful moments of my quarantine this last whatever year we're in. The Kissing Booth 2 movie came out, and what I explained this ass is because we're living an eternal March, groundhog day, whatever you want to call it, in your normal normal situations you're only accessing a certain amount and types of emotion unless I mean I personally am I'm not gonna speak for everyone but there's only so many kind of emotions you get to run through because you're not seeing other people you're not really interacting or you shouldn't have been during this time so in watching this movie every ounce of every sort of like giddy exciting every sort of like emotion that like 12 year old me watching no high school musical was when I was like nine every like 12 year old me watching like the princess diaries too and no mean girls was when I was eight any kind of like inner child watching a rom-com, like feeling like flooded through me. During the dance scene, I like knew what was gonna happen. And the whole time I was like yelling at my TV at 10.30 and I mom's like, what are you watching? I'm like, I know what's gonna happen. I know what's gonna happen and I'm not happy. And I knew he was in the audience. And like, I was just going through it. And I was really afraid about the ending. The ending turned out fine. The third one better not disappoint me. But like every emotion was like running through me and It was, frankly, it was really exhilarating just because you don't really get to feel, you get to choose how you feel, but there aren't as many opportunities for like concentrated amounts of joy and laughter and excitement in quarantine unless you figure out a way to make them for yourself. And this movie was one of those moments. So much so that Angela eventually, like I told her there was like an ultimatum on like when I had to stop watching it every day. I only made it, I think, I think it was like six days in a row and then another week but there was a break. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, we're,
1: we're going to go with that because I don't really remember exactly where we landed there because I think at that time, so KB1 and KB2 were in rotation and then the Sabrina Carpenter movie as well. Work it. So I think that's when, yeah, that's that's when things started to, to loosen up a little bit more. But yeah, I actually, when we were going through making our list, I couldn't remember much for July. So I was just like, throw away month. But you watched KB2. So do you know what this month was for me? The birth of the arrangement. (laughs) Talk about conspiracies. So for those of you who are not in our close friend close friend group, I didn't share this with many people because I sounded absolutely insane, but Jay was having so much fun with the or Kissing Booth series. Or also people who were over the age of 12. We'll go to 15.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: All right. If you are over the age of 15, the Kissing Booth series is a very popular movie on Netflix. There's a book trilogy coming out. There are two novellas attached to it as
0: well. Similarly to Fifty Shades, it came off like a fanfic. Not a fanfic. This came off a Wattpad story. But the point is it was like pulled. The first one was pulled from that and then she is a 15-year-old English girl who, yeah, so this, the Kissing Booth 1 was written when she was 15. So before everyone like goes ham and hard on it, like she was the age of the demographic. So if it's a little young for you and you're of legal drinking age, consider that. Don't don't write it off. Just just
1: hold that in mind. Watch it and go along for the ride. It's amazing. It's ha- It has Joey King and Jacob Ellardy in it as Elle and Noah. And they actually used to date while they were filming the first movie. Since then, they they have now broken up. They've now dated other people. You might know Jacob Ellerdy from Euphoria Now, where he may have dated Zendaya. And he now may or may not be dating Kaya Gerber. But... See a pattern? And don't forget, Joey King got nominated for an Emmy. (laughs) And then Zendaya got nominated for an Emmy. And won. And both of them won. No, Joey King didn't win. Joey Joey didn't win. Okay. Zendaya won. Joey King really should have won. We should give her an honorable mention Emmy. Here, here. She needs to have something for her performance in the act. I really liked it. But yeah, they used to date while they were filming the Kissing Booth movies. They're now broken up. But First one,
0: not the second and third.
1: I really liked the idea of them together. They were so cute. Jay went through a phase where she sent me old photos of Jacob and Joey every day of like them and their relationship. And then we found out that some of the photos that they used in the kissing booth too, where they were looking at pictures of each other on their phones were actually their personal pictures from way back when. So that just made it even more adorable. So the arrangement theory was born where I said that Jacob and Joey had broken up for the cameras but they were still living on their relationship in secret because and that they had gotten their idea to do this from the plot line of the movie because they had to keep their relationship secret there as well Mm -hmm. so so i spun this around for all of july um and then jay kept throwing logic and reality at me so i just kept adding on to it because why not it was pretty fun and sadly i have had so this lasted till about november yeah Sadly, I have since dissolved the arrangement because, you know, Joey is proclaiming that the person who she is currently dating, who I can't remember his name, is the love of her life. So out of respect for them, I can give this up. She says publicly. Yes, I publicly dissolved the
0: arrangement. Very sad for me. I was very, very proud of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was July. Then August comes out with um, Work It, which is the Sabrina Carpenter Jordan Fisher movie.
1: They are great together, by the way. I would love to see a Work It.
0: Yeah, I would see it.
1: It's like work at two, four years later. Now she's trying to get into grad school and she has to dance again. (laughs) Great. I'll call Netflix up right now with that plot. (laughs) Thank you. See if they can uh, fit it into their 52 and 52. Mm -hmm. Their what? Um, How this year they're releasing one movie a week. So 52 movies in 52 weeks for the whole year. That's
0: why I feel like I've seen so many new things.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Have you seen Rich in Love? No. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get there. Okay, Jay, back to August.
0: Um, I didn't get to go to Outside Lands. That's kind of what August was, basically. At least we still have our tickets, though. And the other thing about August is New York and most other countries were doing a lot better at this point and were out of their first big shutdown. So I'm still claiming that my timeline was right had people had their shit together because it was proven around the world. August was when everyone kind of had a huge dip before the winter, which we all knew would get a second spike. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you, did you bet anything on this? Do we have to get you something? No. You do still okay. me another hot chocolate, though, from something. Oh, from the Degrassi, I guess. I
1: do. I should have brought that to you the other day.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. I was going to ask for donuts, but I didn't know how close you were.
1: Oh, okay. See, if I had done my errands in reverse, I was around the corner from the, re- from the place with the donuts the size of your head. I wouldn't have gotten you one of those because that's a lot to eat because I think they, mm. they really only last a day but they do make good donuts. That's not the area I picture you in. I know, me neither, but that, that's where I ended up. Right, yeah. So August for me, that's when I took my first virtual mixology class. So it was for a friend's birthday and that was actually really cool. Like the bartender was awesome and I learned a ton. So I actually didn't mix them in the conventional way with alcohol. I did substitutions, but they turned out really great and I made those for the rest of the summer.
0: Yeah, I did a similar class for a different friend's birthday and we got the NAS nice bartender, which was more kind of a minute to win it kind of um game show spirit of the day.
1: Oh my god. So she actually ended up subbing in for someone for my work virtual holiday party. So we were split up until two different Zooms and people started texting me from the other room like, "Uh, we're we're finished already. When are you guys coming back?" And I was like, "Uh,
0: we haven't even made our first drink. Sorry. Have fun." Yeah. No. She's very nice though. Oh, Just very nice. very efficient. Anything that was hard is on the one I was on. Most people were in couples. Uh, so not were in all- um So yeah, not only was I reminded like everyone was in a couple, but also they had to make double the drinks.
1: Oh no. Was that, did they have like two sets of shakers and things or did it's like, was it like one person
0: made one drink and then one person made the other drink? Well, no, because they only had one shaker. So one person had to make the drink for both of them to try and then they had to go to the next one. So that's the one perk of me. Maybe this is what
1: we should send to all of our friends who are coupled up another shaker set.
0: But they don't need it unless you're in a minute to win it. (laughs) virtual cocktail class fair okay still think it could be helpful though september um i redownloaded dating apps and we have a whole episode on how that went on called datathon 2020 otherwise known as jay and the seven suitors check it out and from what i see on your side of the, the our lovely there should have been no judgment or criticism around the kissing booth as someone watched a movie 12 times in the week Yes. Which was? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The only thing I really know, it's Brad Pitt, Leo, Margot Robbie, and people – I saw an interview where someone was asking Margot Robbie if she basically felt like her role in this movie took the feminism movement back, like, decades. Oh, my God. And she responded very well, but, like – Goodness gracious, like, that's a loaded question.
1: Really, though, I've since found out that many people just believe that Quentin Tarantino is anti-feminist and hates women. And all of these articles started popping up once I wanted to know more about the movie. But I went into this blind, actually. So the first time I saw it was early in the quarantine. I didn't know what it was going to be about. I just knew that it, it had been nominated for awards and people were very taken aback by the ending. It had this super surprise ending. It was three hours long, but just like, you have to watch all the way through until you get to the end.
0: I've never seen I'm a Quentin Tarantino it.
1: Really? Nope. Huh. We, we might have to fix that.
0: I might need to find you the right one, but I think we should fix that. We can do another marathon, but I want to do them in all of the ones at Finn's birthday party.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Again, I don't know if you've necessarily – oh, Oh. well, yeah, we can do it the way you did it, one a day, because because mm-hmm. they're all pretty long but we'll we can start, do that. We'll
0: start out with the three again and then go from there.
1: Okay, fair enough. So I don't know. I'm not going to recommend this to anyone because I don't believe that Quentin Tarantino is really right for everyone and that's that's totally okay, but basically we had a free week of stars or HBO or something on cable and all they did was play this movie on a loop and I was not feeling so great in September, I was having a lot of, I was having a ton of migraines. So I was working from bed a lot, so I just had my TV on. So that's how I ended up watching this 12 times all the way through. I think at one point it got to be where I could even say the dialogue along with them. But just for you, Jay, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a reimagined version of what could have happened if the
0: Manson girls had not gotten to sharon tate i don't even know what that means really no i've heard these in reference but i, I don't know what this means <laughs> but you know about the manson family marilyn manson no um
1: i know i keep wanting to say marilyn manson too it's not hold on okay so, so charles manson and his oh i have heard that name have no contact but i've heard i have heard it okay um charles manson had his manson family of Mary followers who like fans kind of essentially they kind of functioned like a cult got it and in august of 1969 they actually broke into the house of Sharon Tate and her husband Roman Polanski were they targeted and they were targeted because Manson wanted to do some sort of work with Roman Polanski and then he said no okay so i believe they were they were sort of developing some sort of relationship and then Polanski ended it and then Manson took that very hard, targeted them, sent in his followers to murder them. So they killed Sharon Tate and I think three of their friends. So this movie sort of imagines what, hap- what would have happened if instead of that night finding Sharon Tate, they went next door and met Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt's characters.
0: Also, just to clarify, were all of his fans female? Or all of these cult members female? Because you said the Manson girls. Oh, no. Mainly women. There were some men. That's terrible. Poor them. Yeah. Yeah
1: really complex movie. Um, I feel
0: like we should get your head examined now for watching that 12 times in a row.
1: Kind of. Yeah. I, th- I think that definitely speaks something up to my mental state in September where I wasn't feeling
0: so great and that, that seems to have been a product of it. Yeah. Well, thank God you and the whole world felt better in the next month. Why? Because it was my birth, birth month. month. Yes. Starting in 2015, 2016, I started claiming birth month because some of my friends, were in college, some were out of college and it was just a, it just wasn't right to force them all to only celebrate me on one day at one time. So I just took the month over. Yes, Jay had to have multiple parties going on at all times. Yes. I'm kidding. I mean I always appreciated the more pet parties. I'm much I'm similar to luke danes and that i like to extend the experience of my birthday same with Krista the <laughs> shepherd actually they say it's their birthday until it isn't anymore or until someone else's hits and they're like well what does that entail and they're like well when it's someone's birthday they get to pick what's on the tv they get to pick what's on the radio they get those kind of decisions oh my god that's which so wouldn't great. really be fair for us because your birthday is only two months after mine so i can only birth month it for two months and you could birth month it for 10 for 10 speaking of birthdays no <laughs> You don't get it. You can't pick it up. Is, is it someone's birthday today that I forgot about? No. What happened on Wednesday? What the people have been waiting and harassing me and asking me about. Oh,
1: okay. Oh my gosh, you guys. I finally got my combined birthday slash Christmas present. Hold um, on. Hold 20- on. Hold on. Okay. You finally picked up. I've had this since November. Yes, I finally picked up. Well, when we get to December, we'll talk about my COVID quarantine and that definitely delayed things. Mm -hmm. But yes, I finally picked up my combined Christmas slash birthday present from Jay. And oh my God, it was literally everything that I've been waiting for. It is not a lightsaber, but it is better. It is a, it's a bookend of Diagon Alley. Like it's probably maybe about like what, five inches wide? And then about twelve inches deep, and inside of it, it's con- is constructed a whole little diorama of what Diagon Alley would look like from Harry
0: Potter. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I learned about these on a podcast in January, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be perfect." And then I saw they had nerd ones, so I was like, "Oh, this will be even more perfect." So they're little bookends. The one I got, Angela lights up. They don't all light up, but they're little three D printed alleyways. So when you put them on a bookshelf, it kind of there's always a mirror in the back, so it kind of looks like this endless thing on a bookshelf. So I hit. Everything from decor because Angela is now a 30-year-old woman who's fully looking to redecorate her house. It has Harry Potter. let's be clear. Harry Potter which she still very much loves to this day and then books which just like she loves in general so I hit like every it, side of her personality perfectly which is why this is the gift that I said forgives all my sins ever until now now that she has it we perfect, can restart yeah. that now that like she has it all my sins from prior to 2021 have to be forgiven <laughs> and we'll just like wait another seven years of friendship and she'll get another gift this great but I told her don't hold her breath
1: oh no it literally is the perfect gift it's beautiful and i i'll I'll have to take a picture and i'll post it on the instagram yeah all of our friends really enjoyed it oh my god i i really i wouldn't have thought of this i know like i seriously had no idea you could have given me a thousand hints and i wouldn't
0: have thought this
1: Mm -hmm. it's perfect it's literally perfect
0: that's why i didn't tell you about this particular podcast in case because when i was trying to get you to listen to them earlier i was like i can't say this one because if she hears it not that you would connect it that way but you'd have more of a sense of like what something could be But Mm -hmm. yeah comment below or text us since we're still not enough listeners that don't have our phone numbers if you have gotten your partner friend family member child grandparent given anyone as good of like a gift for like who that person is, as I did. We might buy you brunch if you have. As you know from another episode, brunch is a high esteem for us. Very much.
1: I don't know. Plus, you'll give us all of the really great gift ideas for other people in our lives. So thank you for that. True. Did you ever watch The Big Bang Theory? I've seen episodes. I haven't watched like a full season.
0: Okay, because one of my favorite scenes ever is when um, Penny tells Sheldon, she got him a gift for a holiday and he hates gift giving. He hates gift giving and gift receiving because it's the thing of like, well, then I owe you something. And then she's like, no, you don't want to like, no, but I do because Sheldon is Sheldon <laughs> So what ends up happening is the gift is so he goes to basically a not real but like similar sort of Bath and the Body Works and buys her like 7 million gift sets because like, I don't know what level to get. I don't know what to do and I'll just return the others. So he has like 7 million baskets behind him as they're doing this gift exchange. She takes like a napkin out of her pocket. Ooh. It's either signed by someone from Star Trek or Stanley the comic man. I don't remember which one. It's someone really nerdy. All I know is like, Okay. All I know is like she hands him this napkin and he like, is he freezes and he's like, oh my God, like he hands her one of the baskets and she's like, oh, thank you. And it's like, wait, it's not enough. And he hands her like all of the baskets. And then he's like, oh no, it's like still not a good enough gift because it's like, oh my God, like it wasn't even that he signed the napkin, but it's that he used the napkin. So he now has this person's DNA oh my god and then he like goes, he's like no, no no it's still not enough and so he gives her like it's so endearing because he tries to give her like he's like it's not enough so he like gives her a hug but like oh. if you know who sheldon is you yeah. know what giving a hug would entail and would look like and it's just hilarious oh so i feel god. like i gave you that level of gift
1: Kind of, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, no, it's it's positively beautiful. And I can't, yeah, I, so I don't have my new bookshelf set up yet, but it's gonna look amazing on the new one because I think it's actually gonna blend in a little with the wood. So it's really gonna look like Diagon Alley just popped up
0: in the middle of it. I just sent you the link to the Big Bang series scene so you can watch it after. Okay. Birth month came and went. Angela and our friends did a great job of not only throwing me a great socially distanced birthday, but also- channeling their inner TikTok selves and made me some balloon letters. If you know, you know. Oh my god, those were
1: so difficult. Pay all of the money for the balloon letters and numbers. We made we made the smallest versions possible and it was a ton of work.
0: Yeah. So November. Oh I think no. <laughs> you, sorry, oh no you. I was gonna
1: say I think it took um I did I did a movie night with some friends and we watched we watched the new Bore at it literally took me the entire movie to make the number two yep yeah just constructing the frame it then took another two hours to make the five it was ridiculous
0: yep but it's fine i'm turning 25 again this year so i'll, I'll exactly so we could reuse them exactly november i got the opportunity that some of oh never mind that was october oops I got that oh, the
1: day. November is the month. Oh, that's okay because I actually have another bone to pick with October. Oh, <laughs>
0: what? No, no. Say your thing. Then I'll say mine. Oh, no. I was going to just say I had some friends come down. I thought that was in. I put it in November, but I think it was October when I got to see um friends or they, I guess they came up from Southern California. And that was just a nice thing because you don't really get to see people very much in these times. Mm-hmm.
1: I know. A lot of road trips have been happening in the
0: last year. Too many, if you ask me. Dep- depends on how you're doing it. True. But give me a percentage of how many people you think are doing it responsibly. 2%. I stand
1: by that answer. Carry on. (laughs) Okay. So my bone to pick with October, Halloween. This is the one year I have actually successfully convinced Jay that we should dress up and do Halloween costumes, but then we couldn't get any traction on what sort of costume we should have. So I think we went through... We went through a ton. We went through Spice Girls. We went through Euphoria characters because that was shortly after you saw Euphoria for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, We we talked about like all the different dynamic duos. We finally settled on the Forbidden Fjords, but then we couldn't find
0: a third Fjord. Or get the wigs or sparkly dresses or coordinate colors.
1: Yeah, I know. We all wanted the same color. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was very difficult. And then the one area that we sort of settled on in substitution for the Forbidden Fjords was Disney villains, but we didn't have enough time to get those costumes together properly. So, hence my bone to pick with October, because now this October, everyone and their mother is going to be Cruella DeVille after the Cruella preview movie thingy, whatever, drops before or after. Oh, interesting. I think think you're wrong.
0: Really? Yeah. Emma Stone as Cruella DeVille Um, in all of those outfits. um, um 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 um. scarlet witch version one or two from wandavision or Or agatha it was agatha all along well i i hold
1: that in at all times that song lives rent free in my head and i now finally understand that phrase
0: um well no i don't mean like all of her iterations i mean like her from her in like the avenger movies and then her in her new costume with the horns like not her and i mean some people i'm sure would do the eras but like scarlet witch wanda character with the two Mm mm-hmm yeah, but I bet we'll see more of those than Cruella Deville's.
1: I think it could be a toss-up. I think I think that even though Marvel's a part of the Disney family now, I think there's like a very clear distinction still between the Disney like princess fantasy realm and the Disney Marvel realm. I think, I think there's I think a both difference. Both totally large fan bases,
0: but I think Scarlet
1: Witch's costume can be sluttier. I'm I'm sure new Cruella Deville could be too. I don't
0: know. We'll make we'll place our bets now.
1: I will most likely be both (laughs) and be the super basic of Halloween this year. Yeah. But I'm really sad because I had the Cruella de Vil idea last year and
0: it was going to be amazing. Live, laugh, learn. (sighs) And move on to November. I had a virtual Thanksgiving. Was disappointed in Trader Joe's cranberry Moscato.
1: Oh, yeah. I think we had that too. I don't know if I tried it though. So I had an in-person Thanksgiving. It was seven people. I'm very sorry, CDC. We broke your rule by one. God, you're just as bad as Newsom. I, I know right. Might might as well have gone to French laundry, <laughs> but no i've um I've been doing like so I did Thanksgiving prep with my aunt the day before, and i've I've been doing that since I was really young since basically since I can remember so that was really nice that we got to keep that this year we just agreed that I would quarantine a little before and then based on how like we we both did in terms of actually quarantining we would wear masks and gloves while we cook but luckily we were both good with that so we didn't have to and it was my first year making biscuits from scratching and the little science nerd in me had way too much fun playing with the yeast and getting that to work out properly and then actually watching the dough rise i've never seen that happen before in real life it was so exciting interesting yeah no at one point it we put it in this bowl um because it said just let it sit in the refrigerator for an hour and then when we pulled it out it had completely overflowed and popped the saran wrap off it sounds like nothing y'all but it was very thrilling for the time
0: ready for december what happened in december what do you want to start we with? launched the podcast we did launch a podcast. Thank you to all of us. Thank you to all of us. I'm in the <laughs> right now. Thank you to everyone who's continued to listen and or at least lied to us about it. Thanks for sticking it out. Thanks for supporting us. Even if you're just press and play
1: for 30 seconds, we really appreciate it right now.
0: Ideally, the whole minute so we get the unique listener, but like whatever oh, you can okay, finish yeah. through. The whole minute or even, you know, just just tap download. Just keep tapping download. Does that t- I don't think that does anything. But it goes towards our download count. No, the download count is how many listen past a minute. Wait, it's called download, but yeah, but it's deceiving. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, then officially, we
1: have almost 600 people who have listened to us.
0: Mm, No. No.
1: 600.
0: 600 listeners between. Not not 600 listeners, 600 listens. So like if you play every episode, you're now 15 listens of that 600. Oh. It's fine. I I might need to scale back our celebration
1: decorations then. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez.
0: It's fine. We have months. It's okay. We can can save them. It's fine. We're not even halfway through to that 100 per episode for Angela to do the GoPro guys. We can still get there. We're only three months in.
1: I feel I feel like by June,
0: we could probably get
1: there and
0: thank the heavens because in June, most likely, we'll be able to do more. Because we'll be vaccinated, not just because mm-hmm. we're tired, emotionally drained, can't take it anymore, shouldn't our mental health, for every other reason. Anyway, back to supper. We launched a podcast. We had our first Podmas. We had our first Podmas pod where we posted a lot. And now we're posting more than we did then. Um, Yes, we launched a podcast, talked all about Christmas movies or holiday movies, holiday traditions, did things, and then was supposed to come. The great reveal of Angela's birthday gift, Angela's birthday party, everything. What happened?
1: Uh, A few days right before Christmas, my mom, dad, and I were actually exposed to COVID. So we went in yeah, that was December. Yeah, so just a couple days before Christmas, my mom, dad, and I were exposed to COVID. And luckily we found out very soon after exposure. So it, it happened. And a couple hours later, we all went into isolation. But yeah, that was just a very weird way to end out the year because we, things were just popping up. Like the vaccines were ready. They were gonna be rolled out starting sometime in 2021. We made it all the way through And then we got the exposure notice. Guaranteed exposure notice. Guaranteed exposure notice. So we actually ended up canceling our Christmas celebrations and we spent two weeks in separate areas from each other. Like every morning I woke up and I put on a mask to leave my room and like move around the house, like to go to the bathroom, to get food. And then I'd go back to my room.
0: And the reason I clarify the known exposure is December is also when Angela and I calculated back from our hour slash our French trips in Europe last November, December, October, and other possible exposures. Through Before the shutdown. And I think we each had four or five relatively confident possibilities that we had been exposed and or gotten it yes. prior to first March. Yeah, it's 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 so wild to think about. Yeah, crazy. So January 2021. For some reason, everyone I think thought we would be done in 2021. But no, instead we had insurrection, inauguration, investment problems. I was trying to stick with the I versus saying Robin Hood. Mm,
1: yeah, the GameStop incident. That's about as
0: much as we can speak on that, but the GameStop mm-hmm. incident. The GameStop incident. And I went caffeine free, or I went coffee free, and Angela went Instagram free. Oh, I should have gone with that, inauguration, insurrection, at Instagram, but. It's all right. You're, you're still living and learning. <laughs> yeah, of course. And I'm unlearning. <laughs> Yeah. So that's January, February, which feels like yesterday, but this whole year's felt like yesterday. So what really is time anymore? And also now exactly. since I watched all the Marvel movies of what really is time and time travel and universes and parallel universes. Oh my God. I tried to
1: explain the multiverse and reason that through with Jay last night, and she kept attempting to poke holes through it. I succeeded. I succeeded to poke holes
0: through the analogies given.
1: But the whole... Okay, yes, I couldn't find the right analogy. But essentially, the whole point of the multiverse also is that, like, there are holes being poked through the universe and that beings, things, objects, realities are
0: coming through when they aren't supposed to. That's a much better explanation than all the analogies you tried last night. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, I just poked through the analogies because it was fun. But
1: needless to say, we're very excited for doctor strange and the multiverse of madness and now that jay understands the multiverse maybe i should maybe i could get her to watch something else with that sort of dimensional plot to it doctor who exactly
0: i tried doctor who i really did i think you just need to find your doctor i watched like the first three seasons or your companion rose that's her name the blonde one yes rose is one of the companions i tried like i tried like three episodes and I i just couldn't i got bored how could you get bored Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and all the other love Actually people come at me. See, I really think you'd
1: either like Matt Smith or Peter Capaldi. I think Matt Smith, you'd go for the banter. Peter Capaldi, I think you'd really like his time with Clara.
0: Why does that name sound familiar? Clara? Clara Oswald? No, no, no. no. Peter. Peter Capaldi.
1: Distant cousin to Louis Capaldi. Okay. So actually, super funny story there. Peter Capaldi took his mother to a Louis Capaldi concert they didn't know each other. While in the audience- Peter and his mother? His mom was like, yeah, while in the audience- Wait, Peter wait, wait. And Peter, mother,
0: Peter, Peter and his mother, who didn't know each other? Peter Capaldi and Lewis Capaldi didn't know each other. <laughs> Not God. Peter Capaldi and his mother. <laughs> Continue.
1: Okay. Peter Capaldi took his mother to a Lewis Capaldi concert. Peter and Lewis have never met before. While in the audience, he asks his mom- Oh, like, do you think, like, do you want us to try to go backstage and you can meet him? Because she was having a really great time. She's like, oh, yeah, totally. She's like, by the way, I think you guys might be related. They get backstage. They start going through their family line and they find out they're, like, third cousins or something.
0: Small world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also in February. Final to all the boys movie came out. I think it was better than the second, worse than the first. Fair. And I agree. Really want to her go to hair South definitely Korea. got
1: better in the third movie.
0: It was the same fucking wig from the second movie, so I don't know how you see that, but... They styled it better. It didn't look as choppy. Very true. I really want to go to South Korea. I mean, I wanted to for a while, but after watching that, I definitely did. And I'm glad we didn't focus on the side characters. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad Ooh, we didn't focus Sam. on the side characters as so much. Who's Sam? Shay? Jen? Sabri- no, Jen's
1: cousin. I can never remember her name. Carrie. <laughs> Becca. No.
0: Oh my God. Still Christine. Again. Chris. Chris. Christine. There you go. Right? There you go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was February. And now it's March again or March still, whatever way you want to look at it. I think we're going with still March because I think
1: that this means maybe we get some sort of, some sort of time travel
0: cred. Okay. Maybe. I, I, th- I think that's what I'm going with. So I think the only fair way to end this off, what's something you lived Something you love, something you learned, and something you unlearned to end this episode off. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see.
1: I lived through the pandemic. Um, no, more specifically, I, I lived in loungewear. I bought seven different loungewear sets throughout the throughout the course of last year. Because I don't like wearing outside clothes inside of the house. I think it's ridiculous to lay on your couch in jeans. That's just me. I don't hate people who do. But like, I'm not going to do that. I lived in loungewear. I loved all of the binge watching that I did, Uh, we didn't talk about this, but May was my outlander month and I watched all five seasons twice and completely fell in love with Jamie Fraser. I learned that you can put too much whipped cream into a cheesecake. I didn't think that was possible, but apparently you can. It gives it a really nice texture, but it completely dilutes the flavor. And I unlearned. What did I unlearn? That oh, oh, okay. was the whole point of mom- this year, Angela. I, I I know. I'm supposed to unlearn things. Um. Okay. Oh, my mom is going to love this. I unlearned how to put my coffee mugs into the sink after I use them. I leave
0: them on the coffee table. So you're supposed to leave them on the coffee table?
1: No, you're supposed to put them into the sink. Somehow during the course of all of this, I stopped putting my coffee mugs into the sink after use. And I just left, I just leave them on the coffee table and then don't bring them into the kitchen until the next day. And that's my mom's biggest pet peeve right now. So
0: you're unlearning to leave them on the coffee table?
1: Uh, No, I was more referring to the fact that I had, uh, that I had unlearned to bring them into the kitchen. I'm now relearning how to bring them in.
0: Got it. Oh yeah. God, we forgot relearning. Mm -hmm. Sorry guys. Okay, Jay, what about you? I live through a terrible weekend of super high anxiety over Nevada counting votes and oh. people giving a shit about Alaska and there three votes even though they were counting 10 votes a week um I loved the work I was able to do in therapy and the emotional growth and things Angela now has a thing where she calls me therapy J when I give her responses that may or may not be to her liking <laughs> because I'm trying to work on those kind of things and I think also I what I heard A lot of jokes, right? Claire's clearly been in therapy when you hear the way she does her confessionals on The Bachelor, like the things she says to herself and speaks. But I think Mm -hmm. this year sped up some self-awareness, self-learning, self-affirming, self-compassionate things I've been avoiding, hiding, or things that just I needed to... See that we're in myself that may or may not be useful anymore from childhood, from past trauma, from all those kind of fun things. So love that that process sped up quite a bit, having to be alone for a year, not really deal with social things and having to look internally as I'm a very extroverted person most of the time. Lived, loved, learned. I learned that doing things because they're good for you is enough of a reason to do them. So one of the things I started doing and which I never thought I would do is I started reading books. I've never been a book person or at least I thought I not, I still don't consider myself like a book person. But I definitely had some chips on my shoulder from childhood about that. And so I kind of set small goals and then through that kind of was able to push myself in that area. Same thing with fitness. As we said in our fitness episode, working out for 10 minutes is better than not doing it at all. So doing things is worth more than doing them perfectly. And then we did. And we finally got to talk about Crazy Rich Asians. And then unlearning. I think for unlearning, it's about – it's a reminder slash unlearning that things are not nearly as – personal as we make them like I remember a big thing is like when Angela wouldn't text me in college for like 30 minutes I would be like oh my god I whatever like the lol I said was like I the caps the caps didn't work out like she's now like really mad or like oh my god like I used thing or like she just said hi instead of this it's like or she was in class or walking or ran into someone it had nothing to do with me so I think unlearning and put, putting less into myself. And then, of course, we both did, even though it wasn't in this little fun segment, have both been educating ourselves on the struggles and strife of Black and Indigenous communities, also exploring our own POC experience, and trying to empower and not enlighten voices. What's the word? Uplift voices. Uplift? Of those Who have been marginalized for too long? Sorry, you should have gone first. I've ended on a downer.
1: No, I think yours is way better than mine. Like I'm over here forgetting to put coffee cups in the sink. I'm like that's the biggest thing I had to deal with in quarantine.
0: I've been in therapy longer. It's it's
1: it's not guys. No, it's not guys. I promise. I'm just I'm really sugared up this morning.
0: Want to take us out? End
1: it? Yeah. And on that note, thank you for listening to today's episode of In Omnia Paratus. Grab your coffee bowls. Don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, where you lead will follow. So head on over to at In on Instagram and let us know what you want to hear about in the comments. Bye. Bye.